Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ask John Call-In Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Okay, welcome, everyone. So uh, first of all, I just want to apologize about a couple of weeks ago. We had an Ash John, and uh, I missed the time. That was my mistake. Um, Well, what happened was uh, it was right around the time when everybody was shifting different daylight savings times, things in the States and in New Zealand, and uh, we got our times messed up. So I apologize for that. Um, hopefully this one, we won't have any problems with that. We're all on board and ready for you. Uh, yeah, and uh, if you want to talk to me, you have to call the number. So if you see the number there, call, call that number and press 1. You have to press 1. When you press 1, uh, what happens is a little hand goes up on the screen. And then Tiffany will come in and talk to you and say, hi, how are you, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll send me a message that Melissa from Arizona wants to talk or, whatever, or whoever it is. And uh, we'll have a chat. In the meantime, we also have Coach Nadia here, so I'll bring her in just a, uh, in just a minute, uh, and she will help answer any questions, and we'll answer them together. They come in through the <clears throat> through the message board, so you can type in questions too. But it's always good to talk um, because, as we've said many times, this is not a one-size-fits-all approach. This is about you as an individual. And you as an individual is different than the other person as an individual. The purpose, the principles of the Gabriel Method are that you want to address whatever the triggers are that are causing your body to hold on to weight. Uh, So different types of chronic low-grade stress and chronic low-grade inflammation causes chemistry in your body. That chemistry causes something called insulin resistance and leptin resistance. The two of them cause you to gain weight. It actually tricks your body into storing fat and holding on to fat and being hungry and all these different things and just trying to approach it with calories or carbs or all these things does not address the real issues uh, you want you uh, for you want to address the real issues which are the chronic low-grade stresses and those stresses can be mental or emotional many times they are from an emotional trauma or an emotionally turbulent situation that you're having or from a very stressful situation but it can also be from other types of of chronic stresses such as having unfriendly microbiome in your intestines, uh, from from uh, too many toxins, uh, from having to, your insulin levels uh, elevated too much, from medications, from not getting enough sleep, from being dehydrated, from being nutritionally deficient. So these are the different things that can ca- that can cause uh, the triggers that can cause your body to hold on to weight. If you do not address the specific issues that are causing your body to hold on to weight, it's like driving with the emergency brake on or the handbrake on, as they call it here. Uh, You are working against yourself. You are fighting yourself. Um, You want to address those issues. When you do, the handbrake comes off and things are easy. It's smooth sailing. 
That's why we spend so much time focusing on those issues. But those issues are different for everybody. So one person that calls it might have had an emotional, emotionally traumatic experience or might be in an emotionally painful experience right now or a very stressful experience right now. Someone else might have had anti- a huge course of antibiotics that's messed up their microbiome. So we need to talk individually, and that's why we have so many coaching courses, weekly classes, and that's why we do this Ask John is so that we can talk to you individually as much as possible. Cool. So we do have some callers coming in, so I will start to take them now. Um, and uh, then afterwards, we'll bring, we'll bring Nadia in if we have time. So let's start with Ariana in California. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hey, Ariana. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. What's happening? Good. I um, you know, to lose all the weight with Gabriel Method, which I loved a few years ago. I've been keeping most of it off, but the sugar bandwagon, like the, the you know, everything you're talking about, what really worked for me is to um, use a version to get off the sugar. And I was mostly off it. I'd have it once in a while. But I, I lost a lot of weight in Gabriel Method. I'm thrilled. However, since I've worked in um, this church the last year, it's in my environment all the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah. I yeah. just, there's this little kid in me or something that just wants it if I see it. And, yeah. you know, I know holiday time is, you, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do much right now, but I just... I would love to feel like there was a way out of this grip of wanting that yeah. if it's there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you mentioned the, the little kid, Ariana, <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. and by the way, for those of you that are listening, uh, Ariana, she, she was at Omega la- um, two years ago at our Omega retreat. She lost about 100 pounds and is a true, true inspiration um, and, a, and a real beautiful guiding light for many people. And so thanks for that. But um, Thank you. when you mentioned, Ariana, the, uh, the little kid, you, ha- you know, as soon as you mention that, you need to be aware of this sort of like dynamic. Like you tell a kid no sugar, and as soon as you tell them that, they're, that's what they're going to want. You know, I always tell the story about my daughter who I never restricted my daughter. I always made sure she had healthy foods, but I didn't restrict her from having sweets. I never told her, don't eat this. But one time we went to a naturopath and the, <clears throat> the doctor said that she had uh, too much mucus, too much dairy. Um, and so I said to her, you know, let's, we, let's not eat uh, ice cream anymore or much ice cream anymore. And she said, the next day she said to me, Dad, as soon as you said that, all I can think about is ice cream. You know, and, and that's the little, that is that uh, the little kid in us is going to be like that if you try to deprive them. So you have to kind of dance with it rather than, rather than, you know, focusing on deprivation and focusing on <clears throat> don't eat this, don't eat that. What I would do is there's a couple of things I would do. One is I would make sure you always have around you healthier, healthier versions of sweets. <clears throat> because what, two things will happen. One is it'll keep your body satisfied um, and it'll nourish your body better. And you'll, you will, over time, start to crave those, those healthier sweets more than the, the, uh, like the junk foody type of sweets. You know, like for me, I eat raw chocolate all the time, but I haven't had regular chocolate in a very long time. And then recently, a few months ago, I was in an airport and I had regular chocolate and it just tasted like wax to me because I was used to the higher quality version. 
So, so I would always have really high quality, healthy sweets, the types that we talk about in the support group, um, in all, all the recipes that we publish, raw, raw chocolates, raw desserts, uh, healthier versions of sweets. So, so I would have those around. And then I would also be aware of what time of day you crave them. Because if you're craving them at a certain time of day, like an hour and a half after lunch or late, at, late morning or late afternoon, it can indicate that you're not keeping your blood sugar stable. And so you're having the sweets because your blood sugar is not stable. So if that's the case, what you want to do then, if you're aware of that there's a specific time that you have it, is you want to be proactive. So if you recognize that every day at around 3.30 is when you want those sweets, then at 3 o'clock what I would do is I would take a break. I would take a stress reduction break. Uh, if you could listen to a meditation or a visualization for five minutes, uh, maybe get some sun and have a snack at that time, then uh, then what, what you'll notice is that you're not going to crave the sweets at 3.30 because you've reduced the stress in your body, you've nourished your body, your blood sugar is stable, and, and you're not getting sweet cravings as a result of a low blood sugar episode. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it, it's not like a time. It's just I want it if I see it. Okay. <laughs> and okay. It, it's just in All my right. environment. Like I come into work and there's fresh cupcakes and there's this and that. And I just would yeah. not have it in my environment. I, I just would not bring it into my own environment. But to have it in my environment yeah. and not have it, that's where the problem is. I want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it. well, that, that makes sense. Well, well you know, yeah. maybe it's happening for a reason, too, Ariana. Maybe it's happening to kind of take you to the next level of, of yeah. completely integrated, healthy, kind of kind of fit, healthy level where you can, like, be around this stuff all the time and not crave it. So um, I would still have the healthier versions of the sweets, but you might want to also practice the visualizations that I have for killing junk food cravings. Are you familiar with those? Mm-hmm. Um, I have the the balanced blood sugar. I have like everything. I thought I don't know. Well, there's a there's a specific one. Uh, you can get it. Um, if you just make a note uh, to if you email Geraldine at thegabrielmethod.com. So Geraldine uh, or Amir. I don't know if you can find it while we're in here. Maybe you could put it in and post it in the talk. Killing junk food cravings is a very specific visualization where you create a negative association with the food. Um, right, like you, right. You, that's you're what looking I did. at. Yeah, that's what I did when I was losing the weight, and it worked really well during that period. Yeah. It seems like well, there's a part of me that even when I do uh, it now, it's like, uh, I still want it. <laughs> I'm not averting it well enough anymore. Yeah, well, if it, it was, if it worked real well when you when you were losing the weight. Um, I would I would revisit it right now and just just okay. you know give, give, be a little bit gentle with yourself but at the same time and then maybe even do some emotional work with that little kind of rebellious kid inside you what what it is that what what that what that sweet represents to you what it means to you what it means to the little kid does it mean love does it mean acceptance does it mean acknowledgement or validation you know there could be something there going on does that make sense okay because yes, yes. when I hear you, there's this little kid in you. I want it, you know. Uh, you want it because you couldn't have it as a kid. You want it because oh, yeah. uh, you, you always forbidden. got it as a kid when you – it was forbidden, yeah. So, there was, so, there's, yeah. so there might be some emotional work that you could do, either through tapping or cellular release or some other emotional way to 
um, to work through whatever the issues were surrounding, whatever your feelings are, your unconscious feelings are around what it was like to be a kid and, and not be able to have those foods. That's very powerful. You know, we had, for me, there was a lot of undoing personally that I had to do, that I had to do a lot of unlearning. You know, we had locks on our refrigerators and oh, we were me sent, too. sent to fat I didn't know any other person. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know other people had that. Yeah, had so locks. I had literally locks on the refrigerator, right? Yeah, that we, was we traumatic. Had we had a chain. We had a chain mm-hmm. that went around the refrigerator with a lock. We had a lock on the pantry. You know, but then you well, know, every two you weeks or so, that, a Sunday that's night. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of undoing that has to happen with that. You know, so yeah. Uh, but that visualization that I just mentioned is very powerful. But also working through, you know, talking to that little kid, saying, you know, you can have whatever you want. You know, what, what I did in my journey, I did a lot of reprogramming of my past. You know, like, so I would talk to the little kid and go back in a vision and talk to the little kid and say, you can have whatever you want. You're okay. You're safe. You know, it's okay. Everything's going to be all right. You might, you might want to do some, some of that type of work where you're visualizing that you as an adult are talking to that little kid and working through those issues because they're big and they stay with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Sure. So I would just focus on those two issues then, <clears throat> the killing junk food cravings visualization, but at the same time working, talking to that child and kind of reprogramming the past and the associations that you have. Okay. I'll do it. Awesome. Okay. Good to speak with you. Thank you. Okay. Happy holidays. You too. Take care. Okay. Cool. Let's talk to Jane in Indiana. Hi, hi, John. Hi, Jane. John, can you hear me? How are you? Yeah, Jane, I can hear you. Hi, how are you? Okay, good. How are you doing? Um, I yeah, started Jane. with the New Year, New You program last January, and I did really well yeah. on that and lost about 23 pounds. And somehow yeah. after the program was over, I just kind of fell away from it and uh, gained that plus some back and started eating sugar again. And uh, the scale hit 300, and it was like, uh-oh, it's you know time to get serious about yeah. this. And um, I have to take a mood disorder medication, and all of I researched all of them that are available, and they all cause weight gain. So yeah. I, I guess I have this belief in my mind that I can lose the weight, but I also have the belief that I can't keep it off. Yeah. So about, about two weeks ago, I... I for a second. I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry? Go ahead, Jane. No, you keep going, Oh, about two weeks ago... Let me hear what you say. About two weeks ago, I, I started eating better, I quit sugar, and then a week ago I started the exercise, and I want to keep at it, and I want, you know... I really want to do it this time, but I, I just get discouraged and I think, oh, this medicine's just going to mess me up, and why, why bother? And and I can't go off of it completely. I went from 15 milligrams down to five, and that didn't seem to do a lot. But anyway, how do I change my belief? Because I believe if I believe I won't gain it back, that I that I won't. Well, look. look. Let's start. Let's start with the mood uh, medication. How long have you been on this medication? 
since uh, 2011. So I've gained weight, you know, okay. since then. Okay. Okay, so it, was that what started the weight gain? Well, I've been a yo-yo dieter my whole life, but um, I've never been 300 pounds before. I mean, it was a shock when I hit 200, and then I just kept going from there. Okay, and that was that. But my question is, I understand that you were doing a lot of diet. You were a yo-yo dieter before, but the real weight came, started coming on from the medication. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, it causes. There's lawsuits about it causing overeating, gambling, overspending, yeah. and nymphomania. And let's talk about the medication for a second and the belief okay. that you have to be on the medication. Let's start uh-huh. with that, okay? Um, uh-huh. Because there, there's a lot of research to indicate that mood disorders, as well as junk food cravings, can come from unfriendly microbiome in your intestines, can come from, from digestive issues. If you look at um, Dr. Uh, David Perlmutter, the work uh-huh. that he does, He's a, he's a neurologist, and all he talks about is digestion, and he's a neurologist. And he's also a number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, his, his book, uh, Grain Brain, his, his, his first book, Grain Brain, was the number one New York Times bestseller of all books for the year that it came out. Um, wow. So it's a, it's a book worth getting, Grain Brain. Um, and okay. he's, worth, he's worth following. He's worth following. Um, because the, the because uh, it just it's turn it turns out that a lot of mood disorders are caused by digestive issues. They're also caused by emotional trauma. Uh, there's no uh-huh. question about it. The combination of emotional trauma and digestive, but he, healing emotional trauma and digestive orders is like the most powerful combination I've seen for for so many different problems, especially any type of autoimmune problems. Uh-huh. But also, also mood problems. So I want to. I am not a doctor, and I'm not giving you medical advice, and I'm not telling uh-huh. you to get off of your med your medicine without without the blessing of a doctor. I right. just want to. If we're if we're talking about challenging beliefs at the moment or changing beliefs, I want to challenge that belief because I have seen people get off of medication. Uh-huh. My own brother, as a okay. matter of fact. I don't think he'd mind me sharing this. Who lost 200 pounds? <clears throat> he uh-huh. he was able to get off. Of, he was able to get off of that of of a specific medication that was causing weight through healing his digestion. Oh, wow. He paid a lot of attention to digestion. Uh, he made sure he was he was having things like super greens and juices and lots of ve- lots of salads and sprouts and probiotics, uh-huh. and digestive enzymes and fermented foods. All the things that all the things that heal digestion, and he is in better shape than I am. He's 58, and he's some, he's thinner and leaner than I am at this point. And he was he was way bigger than me. So, wow. so uh, I I want to focus on that because I I do believe that there are doctors out there. I would I would look for in your area a, a doctor that practices something called functional medicine. Mm-hmm. Functional medicine is when doctors look okay. at the whole and they look at the the issues, the real issues, uh, rather than just symptoms. So function, functional medicine. Okay. Somebody just asked me, which doctor was John talking about? Uh, Dr. David Perlmutter. Perlmutter, P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R. Perlmutter. 
He's got a he's got a podcast called I think the Empowering Neurologist, something like that. But look at David look at David Perlman. So I'd like for you to to read his book Grain Brain. Grain Brain. Pay if he okay. spent six months doing two things: one, working through whatever emotional trauma you've had in your past, and the other is just forget about weight. Uh, and just spend as much, spend six months really focusing on healing your gut, learning as okay. much as you can about and healing your gut. Let, and then let's see what happens with this, uh, with this, these move, you know, whether or not you still need uh, this medication, because, you know, our gut has its own neurons. It's got hundreds of millions of neurons that produce things like serotonin and dopamine and, yeah, and all the neurochemicals. The neurotrans- that we're, yeah. 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 So um, I did so some cellular like release with Paula and that was very helpful. Yeah. So maybe the gut is where I really well, need to focus. I think so. And I, and I think uh, as much as surrounding yourself with experts that, that believe that it's possible to heal the mood, the mood issues without the medication. So uh-huh. I, I don't want to say yes or no, absolutely, that you need them or you need the medication or you don't. It's not for me to say, but there are doctors out there that can get into it, get into your situation and okay. give you alternative uh, ideas. So, so I want you to focus there, and then let's, okay. let's, let's talk moving forward. Let's see, what, let's see what, okay. what we can get past that. Because if you can get past that, it takes care of the other belief, because you have this belief that you can't lose weight because you're taking the medication. So if, you right. can, if we can get rid of the belief that you absolutely have to be on the medication, and if it can become a reality and a fact, and with doctor's blessing that you're not on it, uh, not only will you lose the weight because you've healed your digestion, but you'll also be able to lose the weight because you don't have you don't have the medication that you have the belief that is caught, stopping you from losing weight. So it's a it's a it's, yeah. it's a it's a good bang for the buck. It addresses the real issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for the advice. Okay. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's keep in touch. Let me know how it goes. Okay, thanks, John. Bye. Sure. Bye. Okay, let's talk to Lindsay in New Hampshire. Hey. Hey, uh, John, can you hear me okay? Yeah, hi, Lindsay. Hi, hi, John. Um, so so here's, here's my question. I, I have a, a couple questions. Thanks for taking. Um, yeah. Um, so... I, this is like, I'm doing the, uh, the total transformation program. And I originally signed up, I was living in Indonesia last year and I did it, but it was during the earthquakes and I found that my fear was pretty substantial. Um, I have a number of children, you know, like I just couldn't, had a really hard time releasing fear. Um, and, and now I find myself back, back living in the U S. Um, and, and so I have I have about 50 pounds that I would like to release, and um, I don't. This is going to sound funny. I, I work uh, I work as a quantum psychic, um, and so I don't I don't overeat, <laughs> um, really at all. Uh, except here's what's been happening is my my mom my mom does my mom has been overweight most of her life and has really really struggled with eating and and food and body image and i certainly have struggled with body image but i have this extra weight on me that i i put on really when i when i got divorced 10 years ago um and and i i didn't change my eating habits 
I just I just gained weight um, upon yeah. getting divorced, and so I, I don't yeah. overeat. Um, I, I don't even really. Uh, like I eat a very clean diet. I'm I'm probably about 90% vegan. I take supplements. Um, I meditate. Uh, I, I you know I'm a nurse. I've, I study functional medicine. Um, I did Emily Fletcher's class. I meditate a lot. I I have a lovely business, but I'm I'm highly empathic, and and what I've noticed is that I I, I just I, I haven't been able to lose it. <laughs> And I and I, yeah. I do the visualization. Well, well, and, I struggle. Yeah. Empaths, empaths tend to gain weight uh, sometimes uh, as a protection, you know, because when you take when you're taking in everybody else's emotional energy, uh, sometimes you need like a little bit of a buffer, and and weight can act like a buffer to emotional energy, it can act like a buffer to any energy really. Um, so that's something to think about. The fact that the, the, what's coming to me, uh, you, I wouldn't be too focused on the fact that you haven't changed, uh, you know, you don't overeat because uh, it, your body obviously changed on a hormonal level. So it's not just it's not just the food you eat, it's what's going on hormonally in your body that's going to determine uh, whether or not you're, you're overweight or not. So obviously there's been some shifts in your body uh, internally. Um, and uh, and they're related to they're related to the two things that I heard from you that I think they might be related to are the divorce and whatever whatever feelings and emotional issues that came up surrounding the divorce and also your your relationship with your mother and what I want to say about that is not only your relationship with your mother just the two of you but some sort of ancestral kind of thing what I've been doing recently is a lot of ancestral healing and you mentioned that you said you were a quantum psychic is that what you said yeah I mean that's that's the term that I use and I actually it wasn't my intention to do this work I'm a nurse and a midwife um, but uh, yeah. about three years ago, I started uh, really coming into my own psychic abilities, and it—I uh, yeah. I don't advertise. I, I work solely based on people calling me, but I have more people calling me than I really yeah. know what to do with. Um, yeah. So I do that, and I—and so even me calling you tonight was based on an intuitive hit. Like you—you <laughs> you need some feedback yeah. here. Um, so yeah. so yeah. Well, let, let me tell you what, so what I, I think will, will speak I, to you. All right, so tell me okay. if this speaks Thank to you, you, what I'm about to say. <clears throat> There's, um, uh, we, we have uh, influences that are related to our DNA ancestrally. So things that happen to your mother's mother, for example, or mother's 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 mother, your great-great-grandmother, things that happen then are, can affect you now. Uh, and that's especially true with Wade. Uh, they, they've done, they did some studies where the, there was a famine in uh, Denmark you know, three or four generations ago, and they found that the people that survived that famine, that their, their grandkids were more likely to be overweight. In other words, that trauma gets passed on through the DNA. It gets communicated through the DNA. Uh, and there is there are people you can work with that can heal the ancestral influences. I have a lady that I work with um, who does ancestral work, She's she's a deep meditator, and she's able to meditate and go in and talk talk to the talk to the ancestors or work through the energy or whatever she's doing. I'm not 100% sure, but it sounds like something that would resonate with you. And I feel like 
um, I feel like the divorce tricked something in you, but the real cause of it is more from an ancestral influence through your mother's your mother's heritage. So that's the yeah. that's the direction that I feel like if you went in, uh, there would be a lot of healing for you on a lot of levels, and especially the 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 weight would then you would shift you would shift the weight very quickly. Does that make sense? Okay. It will. I know that's out there, but yes, you 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 obviously well, no, can handle I mean, that. <laughs> Yeah, that's the language that I speak. I, I work a lot with past lives, yeah. and I work a lot with um, yeah. on, on different different planes like that. But I, I actually, even though I was in Indonesia for quite a while, I, I didn't do a lot of work with ancestral, even though that's a, a big focus yeah. in the culture there. Um, yeah, so it's so I, powerful. I, I have ancestral not is different that. than past I, lives. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and past that's, that's what like I'm really hearing, and that I haven't looked at. I've no, spent the ahead. last six months doing a lot of ancestral work. Yeah, I've, I've done a lot, I've spent the last six months doing a lot of ancestral work. It's like peeling away onion, layers and layers of an onion. It's just unreal because our, you know, our grandparents and great grandparents they went through so much trauma and so much fear and so much limitation, and that gets communicated into your DNA. <laughs> you know, if if uh, if you, I mean, if you even think of it from a logical, let's take away all the mysticism from it for a second. Just logically, mm-hmm. if our DNA is really like a software that helps us survive, if your great grandfather went through, you know, was starving to death. Uh, in a you know in a concentration camp, God forbid, or something like that. Then, then the information that you need to be able to g- gain weight really easily is going to be impressed into their body, and then into their offspring. It's going to be communicated down the line. So, so it, it's it's actually a real survival part of our uh, part of the software of our DNA to help us know whether or not we should gain weight or not, whether or not weight will help us. And so for many of us, because our, our, our uh, extended, our great grandparents, et cetera, went through so, such famine and such trauma, uh, it becomes like a hairpin trigger for us that we're more easy to gain weight. So I feel like there was something that happened in your mother's side. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like it will benefit your mother to do this work, by the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if she, yeah, and there's I, something I that happened in, in your yeah, there's something that happened in your mother's side, and that was that created like a hairpin trigger for you. And then when you had the divorce, the trigger you know was set. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it was interesting because it, it totally makes sense. The divorce was was super liberating, and I actually felt yeah. better emotionally than I had in years. Um, and it was it, yeah. there was I, I mean I can't. It, it, it baffled, like, for all the things that I help people Yeah, with, it didn't make then, sense to you, right? <laughs> but here's my... the thing. You, yeah, it didn't make sense to you, but here's the thing, that there could have been, like, in your great-grandparents, you know, there was some divorce that your great-great-grandmother went through, but it wasn't liberating. It was really hard for her, and it destroyed her. And so you're being affected by that, even though for you the divorce was liberated. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the direction. Yeah. This is the direction that you want to work in, and you have the skills to do it, uh, and you know, and the understanding. So I would focus on that, and I think that's going to give you what you need. Okay, and and then and is there any other thoughts that you have, like any other uh, intuitive hits in terms of like the visualizations and and the stress? I mean, for me, it feels much more like just letting go enough so that I can release it. This is, there isn't. 
this is this is this is this is the this is the direction for you. This is all you need. I, I feel like you you want to let go of this thing. I'm not eating more. You know, just let go of that whole thing that as if it's an anomaly. You're not eating more, and you, you know, like just the whole story of that. Just let it all go, and focus mm-hmm. on this. There's a specific trauma in your mother's lineage, possibly. That's what I'm feeling intuitively. It's mm-hmm. Your mother's lineage that is gonna is gonna liberate you. And I just don't think you okay. need much more. I, yeah. Oh, thank you. And 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 um, who who is it? If I wanted to to explore like a mentor, get some feedback. Um, who who is it that you said you you have someone on your team who helps with that? No, I don't have anyone on my team that helps with that. This is just a friend of mine, and we've just been exploring it together. She doesn't even do it professionally at the moment. But I would I would look up ancestral work people that do ancestral work. Uh, you might want to check with mm-hmm. uh, Coach Melinda. Jacobs, who does cellular release, or yeah. Tiffany Nightingale, who's on this call right now, and see what their take is yeah. on it. Uh, they might they okay. might be able to help you, but uh, we don't like officially do this as part of our uh, as part of the work at, at the moment. It's kind of all new territory for me at the moment, but at some point we probably will. Yeah, yeah, okay, excellent. I will, I will, uh, I will take the ancestry route. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Awesome. Okay, let me know. Yeah. Okay, I will. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. Take care. Okay. Uh, let's too. talk Thanks. to. J- Thanks. Let's talk to James in Florida. Hello, Mr. John. Is, is, can you hear me? Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, first of all, I want to just thank you. You know, for uh, what you're doing. Uh, you know. Uh, I just I want I want to thank you. You know I, I, I'm a man of God, sure. and I just thank want you. to say thank you and God bless you, man. Uh, because you thank know you. Uh, this, this what you're doing, man. This is what you know what we are in need of right now. Uh, definitely in this country and basically in the whole world. You know you need we we need millions and millions of people like you because uh, you know it's uh, a lot of people is you know need to be more knowledgeable about their health. So I thank you for that, man. Yeah. You know it's sure. very special. Uh, all right, and I was, thank you. And I wanted thank you. to yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, and I wanted to ask a question. Uh, you know, I recently um uh. 40, 43 year old uh, black male, you know, uh, uh, fairly overweight, been overweight all my life, but just trying to just getting into eating healthy because, uh, you know, I didn't know, you know, uh, some some people, you know, um, I well I know I'm I where I live, you know, uh, you know, uh, live in a small town and in 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 a, in a, in a you know type of neighborhood that you know health, you don't you. you, you you know, people are not, you know, it, it's, it's not really, you know, a topic even of discussion. So, you know, uh, I've been doing yeah. my own research and everything and uh, and uh, just trying to eat more healthy and lose more weight. You know, I have uh, a question, uh, you know, as far as, you know, I'm trying to eat more vegetables and more fruit instead of the fried chicken and all that old stuff like that, you know. But uh, yeah. I want to know, is there is there a big difference in, in eating, uh, you know, uh, organic than being at the little grocery store, you know, out of the regular like little grocery store where, you know, I believe they may have, you know, more in it than just the fruit, you know, and uh, and I've been on a daily regimen of, of just lemon. Uh, I've been exercising, getting a mile a day, and I've just been doing lemon water every morning for the last, uh, I would yeah. say probably like about three to four weeks. 
and I have actually yeah. lost weight because before I couldn't lose weight, but I did stop late night eating. I try to make my last meal now be at around eight o'clock, you know, or something like that, or seven thirty, yeah. you know. And uh, and, and 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 so I was just at wanted to know about the, you know, about the, is there any, you know, because I can definitely feel more energy. Uh, as far as yeah. with, since I've been doing that, you know, with the lemon water and, uh, you know, and basically uh, about the the fruit, the fruit and stuff and vegetables, uh, trying to trying to be to buy organic. You know, I know there's hardly no organic yeah. places around here where I live, but, you know, uh, yeah. is that a better way or what? I mean, uh, organic's better. There's no question, but but you just do what you can do. I don't always eat organic because I can't always get organic, or it's too expensive. You know, there's lots of things. You just do what you can do. I think what you're doing now is great, though. Drinking more water with lemon, having more fruits and vegetables, and be and exercising, I think, is going to work really, really well for you. Uh, and and as far as organic, you just do it when you can do it. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't get I wouldn't worry about it, get obsessed about any one thing as being you know you have to do that. I just think it's it's a lifestyle. Okay. You have to just whenever you can try to eat more healthy. There is something that's coming to me though, James, that I think will help you a lot. Uh, because it's so power packed with nutrients. It's something that I do is I take spirulina tablets, something called spirulina. Spirulina, S-P-I-R, O-L-I-N-A, spirulina. L-I-N-E? L-I-N-A, spirulina, L-I-N-A, spirulina. Maybe somebody can put it in, I don't know if you're in front of a computer screen. Somebody can type it in, spirulina. I'll tell you why I think that will be really beneficial for you. Because it's so power-packed with nutrients, and even like, you know, if you're eating more fruits and vegetables and they're just conventional, they don't have a lot of nutrients. Um, now, spirulina is probably, it probably costs you another like $50 a month or something like that is what it would end up costing. Uh, but you would end up eating less food too. I bet if you mapped out how much you ate uh, because you're eating the spirulina, you'd actually save money in the, in the long run because you'd be, you'd be eating less meals. You're just not as hungry because you're so well nourished. So you want to take okay. that, you want to take it in in tablet form, and just take like ten of them in the morning. You know they're little they're little five hundred milligram you know they're half a gram type of tablets. You just take take ten of them in the morning and take like five in the afternoon or something like that. Um, you buy you know you buy like I said you buy you buy a, a bottle that's got a hundred or two hundred of them for like fifty bucks or something like that. Um, but but they're so power packed with nutrients that you're, you're just going to have so much more energy and you're going to be so much less hungrier and your body's going to burn fat so much easier and it's going to take care of the fact that maybe the food you're eating isn't, doesn't have that much nutrients. It's going to take care of that. So that's something that okay. I would want you to try and I think it will, will accelerate your process uh, tremendously. Also, I don't know if you have my evening visualization, but falling asleep, listening to the evening visualization is a very powerful thing to do. Uh, if, you had, if you have a, uh, I don't know if you have an iPhone, um, but for, yeah. for if you have an iPhone, we have an app. Okay, so we have an app for i. It's all, at the moment it's only for iPhones. Where we have an app. If you go to the App Store, Gabriel Method Visualizations, uh, you, and you download the app, it, it comes. It comes with the evening visualization. It's it's free. The evening visualization is free. Just fall asleep at night. Play that and fall asleep to it as you're going to sleep at night. 
Okay. All right. I got you, Mr. John. You say Gabriel Method. Okay. Uh, Visualizations. Gabriel Method. Visualizations. Okay. Visual. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got you. All right. Great. I got you. Oh, well, I think that's going to work real well so for much, you, those two things. Yeah. My pleasure. Okay. Let me know how you're doing because I think it's going to work for you. Okay, I will definitely let you know, sir. And I thank you again, man. And God right. bless you what you're doing, man. My pleasure. All thank right. you. God okay. bless you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Take yeah. care. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's talk to Robin in Sydney. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, Robin. Hi. Um, I've got a thyroid nodule, a five-centimeter thyroid yeah. nodule, and it's causing me um, uh, anxiety of all things. Um, yeah. I just found out yesterday that it's actually benign, but um, the doctor wants to take half of it. Um, so I'm, my weight is just really hanging around one about 145 kilos. Um, anxiety, yeah. depression, fatigue, constipation, low iron are sort of my main symptoms. So I just yeah. wanted to, I guess, ask you uh, what you would recommend. Have you been checked for sleep apnea? I have done a home study for sleep apnea. And? And, and that was that, fine. How did that go? It you was fine. You did not fine. have sleep apnea? No. Okay. And is your question around the thyroid specifically, whether or not you should have this nodule removed? Is that what you're asking? Or you, or you just brought that up as, as background information? Well, I, I guess that's sort of um, the only thing that's been discovered in terms of um, why I'm not able to release weight. Um, I've done a lot yeah. of work around my beliefs and I've spent years and years and years sort of looking at the um, mental and spiritual, emotional aspects of it all. Um, and my my eating, uh, for the most part, is quite good. Um, I have done yeah. a couple of your programs. Uh, but I just yeah don't seem to be able to shift. And, and how how long have you had a weight issue? A long time, going back to uh, I would say adolescence. I started putting on weight, but after I had my first child uh, nearly 21 years ago, that's when it really stacked on. Okay, and. Uh when, in adolescence, do you, or any time, do you know, was there a, any kind of emotional trauma that uh, that you had to work with? That you had. That I was bullied a lot. In, in around that time that you were gaining weight. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and then, and then you say after your first child, that's when things accelerated. Is that right? That's right, yes. And is is your weight stable right now? Yes, it has been for the last, I'd say, two, three years. And prior to that, it was moving up consistently? or Yeah, uh, yo up and down. I've been a, yes, yo-yoing. I've been able to sort of lose um, 20, 30 kilos, and then I've put, put on plus more. Yeah. Okay, but it's there. and how old are you? Forty-one. Okay. And any signs of uh, menopause? 
I've had that all checked out as well, and I've been told not yet. Okay, and and is there any type of um, is your life emotionally challenging? Or is there any kind of bullying or difficult relationships in your life right now? And everything's good around me now. Everything's good around. Yeah, you. everything's fairly. Yeah. That's right. Everything's fairly stable. Okay, and and as far as your energy, you said low energy. Um, are you tired? Is there any specific time of day that you're tired? More tired than others, just, or it's just it's just most, general most fatigue. Most of the time, the general fatigue. Yeah. Yeah, and your kids are grown now. Uh, I've got a nine-year-old and an almost twenty-one-year-old. Okay. And did you gain more weight after the nine-year-old? Yes, and I, I really haven't felt great since I had her. And have you been checked for things like estrogen dominance? And uh, and adrenal issues. I have had a couple of naturopaths mention that to me that that's what they think is possibly part of it. Yeah. But yeah. no tests. I such. have a feeling. Well, I would I would go down that road of working through okay. uh, estrogen dominance. Um, you mentioned you did emotional okay. work, and you know emotional work. Let, let me just talk about emotional work for a second because. Emotional work is a funny thing, you know, it's not, a, it's just not one size fits all and sometimes it works quickly, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I'm still doing work from stuff that happened to me when I was two years old that, that comes up in my life and affects my life of abandonment issues or whatever they are. You know, the, the, you kind of have to keep re revisiting them. And because you mentioned yeah. that you were being bullied at the time when you were gaining weight, um, I, w I would want yeah. you to also do more work uh, for around focusing on that time focusing on the bullying and and helping that part of you that was that felt unsafe to feel safe again does that make sense okay yes it does okay so the two areas that i would want you to focus on then in that case are to to do emotional work around the time when you were because uh, i think these are the two triggers that, that affected you one is uh, one is the bullying, that's the primary trigger. So you, your body and your system needs to feel safe at a lighter weight. Even though you may feel safe now in your consciousness now, there's an unconscious part of you that doesn't feel safe from back then. So, so that's the first thing. And then the other thing is to do work to reverse emotional um, estrogen dominance. Because that's probably what happened after you had your kids, there was an excess of estrogen. Um, so yep. so I, would, I would want you to focus on those two areas right now. And, uh, and and those okay. both of those need need time. They, they're not quick fixes. Uh, they can be, um, but they're not always. They could take months. But uh, but what I would be looking for from you <laughs> is if you did this, started to do work to heal estrogen dominance, and also to work through the, the the bullying issues, that you start to have more energy. That's the first thing. If you start to have more energy in a month from now, two months from now you're on the right path and keep doing what you're doing, the weight will follow. But the first thing you'll feel is you're just gonna start to have more energy. Good. Okay. Yep, sounds great. All right, awesome. Okay, let, give Thanks a try so much, and let's, John. And let's, talk, uh, let's talk again. Sure, my pleasure. Okay, Take thank care you. Okay, uh, let, let's bring uh, Coach Nadia in if we can. And 
Oh, I'm getting uh, I'm getting a message about the, the app, Gabriel Method Visualization app. Apparently, there's there's a developer doing some kind of work on it. Um, I don't know what it is, but it, it's 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 down at the moment. So I apologize for that. I should not have brought it up at the time when it's down. But um, give it give us a week or so, and we'll try to we'll try to sort that out. Cool. Let's bring uh, let's bring Nadia in if we can. Hi, John. Hi, Nadia. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. This has been a great show. The chat rolls very busy, and we've got a few questions. Okay, awesome. So um, the first question comes from Kimma. She's in the chat roll right now, and she's wondering, John, what are your thoughts on quinoa? Is it a grain or not a grain, and is it GM approved? Well, you know, GM approved is not really like a, it's a very loosey floosey kind of thing. I don't like to disapprove anything. Well, we, we always focus on adding. Uh, things for their health benefits. Uh, quinoa is better than grains. Quinoa does a lot of things that grains does in the cooking process, and it is better uh, because it does have it's less inflammatory on your gut, and it does have uh, less of a sugar slash insulin uh, impact. So it is better. But I wouldn't go out of my way to eat, eat quinoa the same way I told James to go out of his way to take spirulina. Do you know what I, do you see what I'm saying? It's better. It's better than. Yeah. It, it, it does the same thing a grain does in a, in a taste sensation. It is better for you, but you, it's not something that you would go out of your way to have because it's so incredibly beneficial for you. Right. That makes sense. Thanks, John. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Uh, the next question comes from Ellie, who is also in the chat role, and her question ties in with a lot of what you've been talking about with the other callers. She's, she typed in, could John talk more about the power of working with emotions and looking at what we are eating? Okay, so I'm a little bit confused about the question in that are they two separate things that, that she wants me to talk about, do you think? Or and maybe you could chime, chime in and let us know. Or are, is it how emotions relate to eating? Is that, do you think it's one question? What, what do you think about it? Okay, so Ellie, if you're listening and you want to clarify, please t type it into the chat yeah. room. Um, I, I assumed that she was talking about working on the emotional part of our story and how that uh, yeah, let's, reflects let's in what we're choosing that. to eat. Let, let, let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about emotions, not necessarily in terms of what we're choosing to eat for one second. Let's talk about emotions in terms of how safe we feel being thin or fat. That's because that's a bigger issue. You, there's lots of people that eat for emotional reasons that are not overweight. Uh, everybody does to some extent. Um, but, so that's so. But but the bigger issue is how safe your body feels being thin. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you know uh, you're 35 years old, you know, not you, just someone you know. God forbid this happened uh, to them. Um, let's talk about a trauma. So someone's 35 years old. Uh, they never had to worry about weight issues. They're walking down the street, and God forbid they got they get mugged, right? Uh, so now, all of a all of a sudden they start gaining weight, right? So, so now what happens is there's this communication in your body that there's something that's unsafe out there, um, and every time you maybe every time you walk down the street now at, on that street corner or a street corner that looks like it or a street corner that's dark like that, uh, every time you do that, there's going to be this fear in your body 
because of this trauma that you had and this memory that you're not safe, that, that, that all of a sudden the world's not safe. Every time you see someone walking past you that looks like that person, there's going to be this fear inside you and, and that says to you that, that, that communicates you're not safe. So, so there's this ongoing unconscious where you're looking around. What street corner am I in? What, what do the people look like? It's all the time you're communicating to your body that you're not safe. And for some people, not for everybody, but for some people, that the, 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 uh, the answer is to gain weight. Because anytime you feel unsafe, your system, which is a survival system, it's a system geared towards survival, is going to do something to make you feel safer. And for some people, that means gaining weight. Because in that situation, if you were real big, Maybe the, the mugger would choose someone else that was lighter and thinner because uh, it would be an easy, easier target. A bigger person's harder, you know, might be more a threat to the mugger. So now all of a sudden you're bigger and your system's feeling safer. You know, another example is I, I, I was talking to a, a, co- a, a lady in our coaching one time, and she said she was with her sister and uh, she she's in a store and this guy walked in and started looking at her sister, you know, just a, a, a guy thinking, looking at her sister in a way that men and women look at each other, right? And she's attractive, whatever. And she remembers, she remembers thinking to herself, I'm safe. He's not going to look at me because I have extra weight, so I'm safe. So she had a trauma re- related to people being attracted to her. So she's going, so her system adapted this way. So it's really what it, when you have emotional trauma, for some people, the, adapt, the adaptation that the body takes, the way the body adapts is by getting fatter for safety reasons. So it's not so much about how food affects what you eat. It'll affect what you eat because it's, your body actually wants to be heavier. And so... The, 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 the importance of working through emotional trauma is to get to a place where you feel safe at, the, at your ideal weight again. Uh, maybe the woman who, who felt unsafe with the man looking at her would, would have to do some emotional trauma so that she feels emotional work so that she feels safe having people having men look at her. She feels safe being looked at. Uh, maybe the the person who had was mugged maybe might have to do some some emotional work, but also maybe some training in martial arts or something like that, but in some way feel safe again. We have to do what we ha- can to feel safe so that our body doesn't want to hold on to, to the weight if and only if our body thinks that weight is somehow making us feel safer. I mentioned to one of the callers today who is an in- empath that a lot of times people that are empath, those are people that feel other people's emotions the same way they feel they feel something physical. If you touch someone's arm, they're going to feel it. But they also, if somebody's sad around them or angry around them, they're going to feel that. A lot of times people gain weight because the weight stops the energy from coming in. It acts like a buffer. Uh, and weight does that. You know, when I was 400 pounds, I got a, uh, a chest X-ray, and the chest X-ray didn't show up. The weight had blocked the, the uh, X-rays. So weight blocks energies. So in all these different ways, for some of us, the weight is actually solving a problem. The weight is actually making us feel safer. So there's no point in trying to fight the body if the body thinks that. It's just better to work with the body and work with the emotions to get to a place where you feel safer being thin. And that's why we do a lot of the visualizations that we do uh, and, the tra- and the healing, emotional healing work we do is all geared to getting you to a place where you've worked through the trauma so that you actually feel safe um, being a, a lighter weight, and then the weight comes off much easier. So that's really the relationship 
to emotions and weight, which I think is a more important relationship than the relationship between emotions and eating, because eating is a secondary thing. Eating, eating is the, the result of, of the, the, the fact that uh, your, body's, your body wants to be overweight. So, so the, that connection is a really, really crucial connection for many of us, and it's very, very overlooked in our society, which is why uh, many people have, and in fact, myself, when I was trying to lose weight originally, many people have so many problems losing weight because they're not addressing the fact that their body has created this adaptation of feeling, of wanting to have the weight to feel safer. Does, does that make sense, Nadia? It makes complete sense. And Ellie has typed into the chat roll saying that, John, you have answered her. her she, you're, you're answering perfectly for what she needed to hear right okay, now. Okay, great. She goes yeah, on to say that yeah, feeling great. safe is, yeah, feeling safe is the important thing for her. It's the important words that she heard when you were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the most important things when it comes to weight is the most important things are that your body feels safe being the weight that, that you want to be. Uh, that you are taking good care of your digestion because that's a really important one, and that you're nourishing your body. Those are the now. There's other ones that are important too. You want to have lots of healthy liquid, uh, you know, some kind of healthy waters throughout the throughout the day. You you uh, want to get lots of sleep, um, and but and and do the right type of exercise. And those are all important things too. And reduce emotional stress. That's really important. But the three most important are you need to feel safe absolutely at every level, not just not just intellectually, but on your, your body needs to feel safe at the weight that you want to be. You need to heal your digestion. You need to nourish your body. If you do those three things, then you're, you're going to get to your weight. There's no question. Beautiful. Thank you, John. Yeah, that makes complete cool. sense, okay. and uh, I completely agree with okay. you. Okay, that might so be good. I think are... we're kind of... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's all the questions we have from the chat roll. Yeah, perfect, because our time just ended, so we're just coming to the end of the time. So, cool. So, so I'll leave it at that, but yeah, <clears throat> give some thought around that, everyone that's listening right now, that stay focused on how can I feel safe being the weight I want to be. Uh, how can I nourish my body? How can I heal my digestion? Those are the most important issues. In the meantime, everyone, have an awesome holiday season. We're going to be publishing some videos this week on uh, healthy holiday parties and healthy holiday dinners and things like that. So have a look at that. Um, they're great little tips for getting through the holiday season as well. And we will speak to you all in the new year. So thanks very much, everyone, for joining us. And thanks, everyone who's helping uh, Tiffany and Nadia, Amir, and everyone in the back, and we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me on this Ask John Call-In Day. For any questions I was unable to get to in this call, I'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference. I appreciate you taking time to join me here, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.